quarterbacks have amassed more and more power. I feel like quarterbacks have always had power, and they're you know they've been one of the big keys to winning Super Bowls. And it brings me to yeah. Joe Gibbs, and I believe yeah. Joe Gibbs uh, is the most underrated great coach in the history of football because I agree. G- Gibbs had good quarterbacks. He didn't have you know, 12 years of a top five quarterback, and he did it right. over and over and over Great again guy. with guys who were good but not yeah. necessarily great and, won, and you just said, won three of them. Three of them, yeah. Well, see, you know, it's a matter of what you consider to be great. To me, in our run, Super Bowl Seven, Joe Theismann was great. Joe Theismann was, what didn't he do? He did it all. He had mobility. He could throw deep. He could throw short. He had time, and he could run. He was mobile. He's a terrific leader. What did Doug Williams not do on, on their run? I mean, in terms of they had the posse and they had back, they had great teams, and he was the field general. And, and Doug probably had more grip on a football team than any human I've ever seen. Wow. They all marched to his beat, not just offense, not just the receivers, the entire team. I've never, ever seen anybody – command that type of respect from the entire team. Because most teams are split, just like our society is split. And all that garbage they feed you. But no, most teams are just like America, like our society. But the rare ones that are colorblind, that actually believe in equality, that they're different. And in Mark Rippon, there's nobody done more. He just killed people because he ended up with probably the best team. And Rip. I was just with Mark and Gary Clark talking about some plays they ran, and he was a mad bomber. And I saw all this from the sidelines. I wasn't in the booth. I'm on the sidelines. And I saw it all. Hmm. And let me tell you something. Mark Rippon, the way they protected him as if if they protected him as if he was their son. That old line, the Hawks, what they did. And Richie Pettibone, who never gets enough to defensively, we murdered people. They murdered people. Right. And so Gibbs, no, he doesn't get his due. He did it three different ways, and it's just it's, it's incredible. And you were smart and astute that you recognize that. Well, I'll be, I appreciate the compliment. I stole it from another one of my friends who uh, pointed it out to me, and I was like, you know what, that's actually a good point. Joe Gibbs is an incredible coach, and, and uh, you know, the, the organization also got it, that the guys up front matter as much as anything on the team. And when you have a bunch of maulers for years and years and years and yeah. you protect the quarterback, you're in great shape. Well, you guys got a lot of that going right now with the Raiders. And one thing I've always loved about Coach Gruden is that he's not trying to trick people. He's trying to knock your brains out. And um, he believes in the run. And he believes in physical football. And Mike, you know, Mayock, who I, I, Mayock is as sharp as a razor blade. And it's just a matter of but what they have missed is that what you guys had, that very few people had, you had culture. See, the Raiders had a culture. So it was like joining a motorcycle gang, and everybody knew it. <laughs> and so it was like the Hells Angels to me. I always yeah. respected the fact that Al was the best marketeer in the world because your brand is worldwide. It's like Harley Davidson. Yeah. And I think that between that Coach Gruden, he gets it. I mean, I remember Chucky. I've covered games. That's why I mentioned the black hole because I had to have a workout and agreement with those people. <laughs> I had to let them know that, hey, man, I'm, I, I grew up a Raider guy. I grew up a Raider fan. So, look, give me a little bit of slack because I did not want a battery in the back of my head. Right. And and they were the nicest people in the black hole. 
I've ever, I mean, once you get to know them, I'm you there early. They're talking. I always like to go meet the people of the opposition. And I told them, hey, man, much, nothing but respect for you. We got along well. And that's the thing about the Raiders. If they can get that back, then, then you're going to be hard to beat. Doc, that was awesome. Uh, make sure you listen to Doc's podcast. It's what, three days a week, right? You're doing three days a week? Yeah, I'm starting off yeah, three days a week down the office, and it's good. I need to, uh, yeah, I've got to run a little business as well. This ain't all yeah. fun and games. <laughs> right, but, right. And, and when you're not doing, um, maybe during the season, I might crank her up five days when there's that much content, but I prefer the issues as opposed to the daily grind and leading up to something. Um, but we got a lot of we got a lot of material. I mean, things are going on. It's good. Here's the one thing. We're teaming up to beat COVID-19. And if everybody keeps masking up and social distance, if we take it seriously, there's no place I want to see back open more than Vegas. And there's nothing hit more, hurt more, by all this than Vegas. So I hope our listeners get this. And we hang in here for another few months or so, and maybe you know, we can turn this thing around and get back to what we consider to be normal. Doc, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for the opportunity, man. And uh, I love me some Vegas. And you guys keep it going for me until I can get back in there. Check we it will. out. We will. We will. All right. Good deal. Thank you. There he is. Doc Walker, Super Bowl winner with the uh, the Redskins then football team. He's been around the organization forever. And you heard him talk about all the quarterbacks and Joe Gibbs. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. All right. On the way back, uh, we'll get to uh, Greenies wine of the week and uh, that Mike Holmgren bite or bites that I mentioned. We'll get to those and uh, more discussion about uh, quarterbacks and just how big a part of winning, especially today, these quarterbacks are. Golden Knights games and 77-cent Bud Light bottles. Silver 7's Hotel and Casino has you hooked up. Hanging at the William Hill Sportsbook inside Silver 7's, it's Cofield and Company. That was a doozy. You like that in the middle of the interview? Doc Walker's like, yeah, I'm not doing predictions. Yeah. It's like, let's wait. I literally, you can't, nobody can see me, but I was the equivalent of the sitting up to ask and then, oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't want to keep pushing it? No. <laughs> that was good stuff. I've actually, uh, I'd like to look into that more. Uh, if we get other early 80s guys who played for football team. Um, yeah. I like to hear their opinion on on Doug Williams because I've never heard that before. Where Doc Walker's like uh, he was the leader, like he had the whole freaking team. And uh, I'm glad he didn't rip my head off. You understood what I was saying, right? When Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls, he didn't have like the 15 year guy who's considered a Hall of Famer. He had to go, you know, get and develop new quarterback after new quarterback after new quarterback. And right. he did it with Theismann and then with Doug Williams and Rippon. It's not a slight against those guys because in a in a two or three year period. You can have quarterbacks who are freaking tremendous, right? And none of those guys are like, you know, Trent Dilfer or, you know, Brad Johnson. There have been guys winning and losing who just weren't, really weren't great. And not even particularly great in the year that they went to the Super Bowl. It was more about the team. So. Yeah. No, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, being the millennial and the negative guy that I am, I would also say the game has changed, right? You can get away with to a certain extent, building your team around the run game and your offensive line more so than, obviously, than you would now. The quarterback is so much more important to the offensive game. But yeah. having said that, I, I think it's also a fascinating conversation talking to those guys that played for those teams about we talk so much about the game of football. I would love to have like the nitty-gritty conversations about the play of offensive line and like how much that has changed. You know what I mean? 
how much more important it is now to get up in a two-point stance and learn how to pass block than it is to actually learn the intricacies of run block. Like, things like that. I like those types of conversations, and I'm sure those guys would have a lot to say about it. Oh, like hardcore breakdown of the yeah. hogs? Yeah. yeah. That'd be interesting because that is an all-time group, and, you know, they had a couple of parts that changed over the years, but they were together for the longest time, and, you know, that was that was the linchpin. You know, uh, they had a lot of great players, and they had great scouting. So, you know, um, going back, I mean – John Riggins was an okay running back around the NFL. He gets with the Redskins, and yeah, part of it was a line, but part of it was that he was a physical freak in his 30s. And, you know, and when you watched him, he looked like he was like 6'4", 260, like just bouncing off of people and breakaway speed. And as an older guy, it was uh, those are incredible teams that they, they, don't, yeah, they don't get enough credit. They don't get enough coverage. I also I got to mention what, what Doc mentioned there about, about Vegas and you know, how hard we were hit. And maybe I'm being a cheeseball here. Maybe I'm missing some story, and people look at it like, well, people were forced to do it. I think it's incredible that while the rest of the country has local fights over the vaccine, over masking, over getting their economy working, they want to blame others, right? They want to blame governors and politicians. and The casinos here and, most importantly, the workers of the casinos, we're told if you get to 88% vaccination at your property and properties, then you get to open 100%. And have you seen what's happened the last three weeks? Yeah. We're now at like 24 properties where not only did people say, you know what, I need to get back to work. It's my livelihood. All this nonsense fighting over this stuff. Screw that. I want to I want to get back to work. They did what they needed to do, the workers, and also they were helped by the properties by making sure there were lots of opportunities to get vaccinated. 88, 88%? We're looking. Major League Sports. Glaber Torres is now down for the Yankees. Again. He's got, he's got COVID. No, I'm saying, isn't this the second he, diagnosis? Didn't he, has, he, hasn't he tested positive before? I don't know that. Yeah, uh, I've written a story about it. But we've got, we've got the Yankees with eight positive tests. We've got the Padres yeah. facing a freaking outbreak here. We've got the NHL with uncertainties about how you're going to have the playoffs go down. Meanwhile, here in Vegas, we got we have properties all over the you know up and down the strip and off the strip where they passed eighty eight percent. Second time in less than a year, yeah, Torres. Wow. Do we know if he was vaccinated? Because the story is Nevin, Nevin, uh, Phil Nevin, who played in the you know the major leagues and was a coach, actually got it after being vaccinated, which were like super rare cases. He was fully vaccinated. Torres too. According to this it, piece, was Yankees, it Johnson and Johnson? Yankees announced Torres' diagnosis Thursday, saying, "quote." He was fully vaccinated, previously wow. had COVID-19 during the most recent baseball offseason. Certainly unexpected. Obviously, everyone in Major League Baseball is in charge of testing. Look into that. The variance that could be out there if that is the case. So this is super dangerous because, one, if it's Johnson & Johnson, people are going to flip out over that. Two, you're going to have the morons who say, and we've all been told, the vaccine's like, you know, 85 90% good. We Now you're going to have the morons who are like, I'm not getting the vaccine. Look, it doesn't work. J&J. So J&J again. Same yep. thing with Nevin. Yep. All, right. all, all people test positive, fully vaccinated, with Boone saying they all received the Johnson & Johnson shot. Oh God. Should I make a joke about Jets ownership and the, then tie it to the vaccine? And No, I don't want to do that. Pfizer, baby. Well, there's, I mean, a lot of people got the Johnson & Johnson. So. Run it through my blood. Yikes. Yikes. But good for Vegas. East Bonding together. Now we're going to have a bunch of the properties open, too, 100%. Uh, Greenies Wine of the Week is on the way. It's time for Greenies Wine of the Week, presented by Weed Sellers. Hit WeedSellers.com. Uh, before that, can we do uh, Cofield and Company? 
bitching of the week. Um, yeah. We've been complaining about this all week long and what was going to happen at some point. So we're kind of laughing but also angry at people who are hoarding gas. So oh, yeah. we've now seen multiple people filling up grocery bags with gas. That's ridiculous. We saw gas cans early in the week where someone had like 12 of them. Uh, Sean, one of our P1 slash content providers, because we have a bunch of people who send us great stories, he found a picture of a guy with like plastic drums. I don't know how big those are, but, you know, whatever. You know, I, I, I'm not even going to say how many gallons, right? But a big plastic drum, right? Uh, someone in the back of the truck or ha- had those in the back of their truck, like six of them, filling those up with gasoline. Yeah. So this just in. Uh, a Hummer burned up after four containers full of gasoline burst into flames inside the vehicle after a fill-up in, where else would it be? Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida. Florida. Yeah. So, yes. So, now we all have to be on the lookout for cars around us, trucks around us, SUVs around us just blowing up. Oh, because yeah. morons. Come on. Where, where, did, where do these people grow up? I have no idea. And trust me, I mean, if you're hoarding gasoline, just please don't drive by the terrible merger on the 15 North. Oh, God. Can you imagine? It was two miles long today, man. It was ridiculous. I know know you love to complain about the the roads. The uh, the other way, the 15 South to the 215 West, I took it midday. I forget what day of the week it was. And, like, the whole time I'm driving down there, I'm like, please, 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 please. And, actually, it slowed down a little bit, but it was clear sailing. But that one – that one will start to back up at the stadium. Oh. And it's a long ways down. It was. Past the strip clubs. It is a long ways down that that thing backs up 215 or 15 to 215 West. It's crazy, man. It's frustrating. Local local roads, man. Stop uh, taking the highways. I I was so ir- I was so angry when I got here today. <laughs> it's a sketch in a mood. I, just, I was just, oh. And like every I can't. No, I can't. Don't I'm not going to do the traffic Don't thing. I'm not going to talk have to, about let's, We have to get it sponsored. Uh, this, this Greenies Wine of the Week is brought to you by Weed Cellar. We have to get your your wine sponsored. <laughs> Montobo's <from>, vexing. <laughs> Montobo's <laughs> vexing. We have, we have, so Greenies Wine of the Week is actually a conversation he had with Mike Holmgren, and they were talking about the Aaron Rodgers situation. And Mike Holmgren, who uh, coached the Packers, went on to the Seahawks, was just talking about these situations now with quarterbacks and this power and the Packers. I think in fairness to your star player, the guy that you have who has bled on the field and been with you the whole time, you owe him the at least the opportunity not to not to but but to be involved in maybe the decision making, not to who you're gonna pick, but the timing of it. You know, eventually we want to get in the next quarterback. And it's okay to talk to that the, your existing quarterback about that stuff. And I think that's fair. And I think he will respect you for that. Yes. You think Bruce Arians and Jason Light do whatever they want in Tampa and never run anything by Brady? Of course not. No. I'm sure Brady was probably was like, yeah, Kyle Trask kid, go ahead. Seems right. like he'd be pretty good. He's never going to beat me out, so go ahead and get him. <laughs> right. Give me some motivation. Right. But he's not, he's not mad. They didn't sneak it by him. You know, he's got AB back. Why? Because he wants him back, and they're going to listen to him. Uh, here's Greeny and Holmgren as they're talking about quarterbacks over the years and their theory is that the quarterbacks have more power now than they've ever had are we at a place in the sport now in the ultimate team sport where the value of the quarterback is so high that you can take one of these really elite guys put them on practically any team and they make that team a contender is the is the quarterback that valuable the way the game is played now we all know what tom brady did in tampa that's that's kind of the and I think quarterbacks who are existing quarterbacks on teams that are 
that are franchise quarterbacks can always point to that and say, I could go someplace and that I can make that happen. So, yeah, I think there's it's, it's really different, and I think that's a feeling now. Okay. He thinks that's the feeling now. Uh, Greeny then exits the interview. He's talking to the guys on the show and, and uh, started to uh, take a guess at what's going to happen in, with Rodgers in terms of support. I think we've already been through this. We've seen what the support or lack of support is, who's turning against Rodgers, who's in favor of Rodgers. But go ahead, Greeny. Do you believe public sentiment will turn on Rodgers? Like it feels to me like most people, and I, I, I haven't done polling on this, but it feels to me – like, most people are kind of on Rodgers' side. They think the Packers screwed this thing up. They weren't communicative enough with him. They shouldn't have been drafting his replacement anyway. Look how good he is. You're always going to side with the great player, especially when, you know, they're like Rodgers. He's so cool. He's good-looking. He's hosting Jeopardy. He's marrying a celebrity. I mean, like, he's an easy guy to side with. It's like, <laughs> He's like the worst guy to side that's, with. That's being away from the people, my friend. You're hanging out with way too many football players who understand, you know, what the fight for power is with the players, and maybe you're not on Twitter enough. That's not what we've seen. I think it's 50-50 at best. Uh, I'm not even sure it's 50-50 with the Packers fans. I think it might be on the wrong side. I think it might be like 60-40 against Rodgers. It is, you're right. What he said does make sense. He is an easy guy to back. Most of us can see that the Packers have screwed this up at the base level of just communication. But, yeah, yeah Greeny's off on that one. It is not most fans are on the side of Rodgers. No, I don't think so. And actually, look, I'm a big I'm a big Rodgers guy. I'm a stan. I enjoy him. I think he's a good quarterback. I do think he's relatively right in this whole thing. But the first word you think of in here when you use the word Aaron Rodgers, diva, douche. Bradshaw like, called him weak. Right, weak. Like, he's definitely not an easy guy to side with. And it's because – you know, his lifestyle is just not attainable. It always goes back to what we always talk about. I want that. You play a game. You get paid more than me at my job. That's not fair. Yeah, there's no way the people are siding with him for the most part. Private Reserve Napa Valley Red Wine. Pinot Noir. Cabernet Sauvignon. Chardonnay. Those are four selections among uh, eight or nine up at weedsellers.com. It's C-E-L-L-A-R-S.com. There's bourbon and beer up there as well. Go check it out. WeedSellers.com brings you the wine of the week. Hit WeedSellers.com today and order some Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, or Cabernet Sauvignon. We embrace equality and diversity. Weed Sellers.